Welcome to The Shift, the podcast that empowers you to make a change in your life and chase your dreams with passion and purpose. If you are tired of feeling stuck in a life that doesn't fulfill you, if you have big dreams and ambitions but struggle to turn them into reality, if you want to break free from self-doubt and limited beliefs, Join us every week to listen to inspiring stories from regular people just like you, actionable insights, and the motivation you need to make the shift towards your own dreams. And please don't forget to share, subscribe, and leave us a review to help spread the message and inspire others. Hey guys, welcome back to our next show. Today I have Randall Broyles with me. Nice dude. Great guy, very humble, very open. But hey, uh, I'm not going to go into too many details. I'd like Randall to introduce himself. Randall, welcome to the show. Awesome, Eugene. Hey, thanks for having me. You know, it's a pleasure to be on your show. Yeah, thank you so much for joining. I really appreciate it. Let's start from the beginning. You know, Tell us uh, who you are and what you do and maybe what was your life looked like before you became who you became? You know, I'm Randall, AKA Randy. Everybody calls me Randy. Um, so before investing, I was a career soldier. I was a aviation mechanic for the United States Army. I recently retired April. Oh, actually it's been a year. Oh, wow. congratulations. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a year since I've last put on my uniform. Right, and then I was on leave. So, but outside of that, I, I was a career soldier. Uh, I started investing in 2011 uh, with a, a single wide mobile home. And then, you know, I bought some single family homes for long-term rentals, but I wanted more, right? And I was tired of, you know, hey, what the next door neighbor's house sold for, my house is going to sell for, right? And I wanted something where I put in a little bit of sweat equity and, and I managed it and I ran it properly. I knew the value would be there. So I got into self-storage. And, you know, now it's been, I closed my first deal in August and here it is April and I'm getting ready to close them on my third deal. Congratulations, man. So how did you get into self-storage? Um, so how I got into self-storage, well, first and foremost, you know, I've been around self-storage roughly since 2007 because my wife's dad, uh, owns a self-storage facility. He's getting ready to expand. He'll be right at around 300 units and watching him come and go as he pleases right is something that i've always wanted to do you know he can call somebody be like hey i'll give you 50 bucks i'm going to the beach this weekend you know just come by and collect the rent checks right mm -hmm. um, but originally when i retired i was going to get into multifamily and i was going to be a syndicator and i was going to raise capital do all that stuff but there's so many operators in the multifamily world and the cost to get into uh, multifamily outside of, you know, your knowledge base is pretty high. Right. But then I ran across a self storage facility driving for dollars and I paid $125,000 for it. That's how I got started. Wow. Driving for dollars. Well, yes, sir. I think not the, not all of my listeners probably know what that means. You want to expand on that? Uh, yeah. So driving for dollars is, you know, you get in your car, you know, and you drive around areas that you're looking to buy, you know, uh, if you're looking for self storage, you drive and you look for self storage. You pull in, you call the number, uh, you 
go up to the office, find out if the person that is sitting there is the owner or the manager. They are the manager. Can they get in contact with the owner? Is it owned by a REIT, which is a real estate investment trust? You know, and, you know, hopefully 90% of the time when you're doing self-storage, you're talking to the owner when you call. So um, mm-hmm. luckily I ran across, called the owner and, you know, they were in a, in a tight bind and they ended up selling it. That's awesome. No, that's, that's fantastic, man. Uh, well, congratulations on your first two deals and soon to be the third one. I think yes, it's very sir, thank exciting. You. you know, tell, tell me, tell me about the time when you realized that you wanted to make a shift, right? From, uh, your career, uh, maybe from, from being a soldier, right? Mm-hmm. A shift. And what was going through your mind at that time? And why did you sort of decided to go the route that you went to? Well, you know, so being a career soldier, right? I did 20 years, nine days in the army, right? And I've always been told what to do, when to do it, how to do it, what to wear, how to wear it. You know, I told myself that I never want to work for anyone else again. Like, I don't want to be told when to come. I don't want to have to ask permission to go to my daughter's dance recital. I don't want to have to ask permission to go get in my car and go see my grandkids. I don't want to have to ask permission to go to the doctor. I just want to be able to do it. Um, And so that's when I realized that, you know, real estate investing was the route. Being an entrepreneur was the route. Owning your own business was the route. Yeah, you'd have to put in a little bit more work. Yeah, you know, you have to deal with the day-to-day operations. Yeah, you have to deal with, you know, the bank and the customers and anything else that comes down the pipeline because you are the boss, right? Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, you can also come and go as you please. If you want to go to your child's dance recital, you can. If you want to go to your son's basketball game, you can. If you want to take a four-day weekend, you can, right? Because it's your mm-hmm. business. It's your opportunity. And totally. that's when I decided that real estate investing was for me. That's cool. A lot of people, when they do decide where to shift their mind to, right, and what to do next, they come into challenges where they have to face their limited beliefs. I'm curious, what was one of the limited beliefs that you had to conquer needing money right there that was one of my fears right is okay how do i fund the deals right how do i find money right and that is still to this day um one of my concerns right as i'm starting to scale and get into larger deals where's the money coming from right but I'm on Facebook, I'm on social media, I'm doing the the networking events on Wednesday, so I'm meeting people, right? And there's a lot of money out there, but nobody's going to give you a fifty or a hundred thousand dollars without trust. Right? You have to build the trust, and by building the trust, people feel like they know you when you're on social media, right? So quit being a secret agent. Okay, is what I will say. And then, you know, when that time comes for you to, you know, raise the capital, 
for the larger deal. It's all, it's there, right? They're just, they're hiding back in the corners, right? Hey, you know, we're ready, but we're not ready, right? But then when the deals come and you say, hey, you know, I've got a self-storage facility, you know, it's 1.7 million, the, they raise is $500,000. And the next thing you know, you're funded in 24 to 48 hours because people see you, they trust you, they know you, they see your resume, they see you doing deals, right? Got to overcome your, you know, your drama, right? And just take that leap of faith and it will come. That's great. No, I think it's a great advice. And, uh, you know, just to summarize, uh, guys, what Randall was just talking about, you know, trust and how you build trust, you know, you connect with people, right? You connect with people, you create relationships. You don't ask for money uh, until the time comes. But first, what you have to do, you need to build trust and create relationships. That's great stuff, Randall. A lot of people, they do want to take their first step towards building the life they always wanted, like, right? Building the life on their own terms. A lot of people don't take the first step. Like, how would you suggest people do that? Like, where would they start? Yeah, so first place, right, is education, right? You have to educate yourself on your on your asset class, whether it be self-storage, it should be multifamily, be triple net lease, um, single family, you know, duplexes, triplexes, quadplexes, you want a car wash, a laundromat, right? No matter what your business is, you have to educate yourself on the operations inside and out of that niche. Right. So education is the number one step, right? And then after you educate yourself, you still are not 100% confident in your abilities to take down a deal, there are opportunities that arise. You know, you can be an, a limited partner in a multifamily deal. You know, there's Samir, there's a buddy of ours that that you met through social media networking who's actually an active limited partner in a deal. Why? Because he said, I want to learn this space. I will fund my education. I will give you money, but I want to be an active limited partner in the deal. So I want to educate myself. I'm going to learn. I want to see how you're doing it, you know? Um, and they would suggest, sure, come on in. There's plenty of room for you to come on as an active LP. Right. And so he did. So that's awesome. That's great. Yeah. I think, uh, again, what, uh, to summarize what Randall was saying, just in education, right? Educating yourself before you start doing something. I think it's, it goes a lot. A long way. Do you have any tips, like, or at least one tip for our listeners that they can actually take home right now and apply it? Right. If I was to give one tip that that all the listeners could take, it would say, start today. Right. Awesome. And what I mean by that is, the longer you wait, the more deals that you pass up. Right. Start today. Right. Go out and find a book, right? If you're interested in the birth strategy, right? Go find a book on audio and read the birth strategy. Start today. Do something today that will impact tomorrow and the next day and the next day and could eventually, you know, impact the rest of your life. 
right? So start today. Great advice, man. I think it's awesome. And uh, I know it could be, you know, really difficult for some people to just, you know, it's easier said than done, right? Like start today. But you guys, you know, you have to overcome your fears. You have to overcome your limited beliefs. You have to overcome things that you think, you know, prevent you from starting today. And it could be anything, like Randall was just saying, it could be education, right? Start with education. Start with creating relationships. Start start with creating trust. Start today. That's awesome, Randall. Thank you for that. You know, tell us what are you currently working on and what is the uh, biggest challenge that uh, you're facing? So what I'm working on right now is we're working on a deal in Greenwood, South Carolina. It's a 40-unit self-storage. So it's my first time doing creative financing. So this is a seller financing deal. He's financing it for 15% down, no payments for six months, interest only for six months, and then five-year balloon at a 20-year amortization on that 5%. So the biggest- yeah, that, that is good, right? Which means I don't have any banks involved for, you know, at least five years. Excuse me. I don't have any banks involved for at least five years, right? Um, but the biggest hurdle that that I'm doing is the contract, right? The seller sent me the contract. He was like, hey, read this over. And he's like, oh, right. I need to, you need to ask permission to expand on the property. And I'm like, dude, you're just, you know, at the end of the day, you're just the bank. Like I don't go to the bank. And say, hey, I want to expand on my property. You know, you don't go to the mortgage company and say, hey, I want to expand on my house. So no, I'm not going to do that. Right now, the way I, I rephrase that is, I have, as long as I am creating value to the property as it is currently being used, which is self storage, I don't have to ask for permission. Right. So if I want to build another storage unit on there, I'm clear, free, free and clear to do that. Right. But if I wanted to say, change it and build, put a warehouse or industrial on there, now I have to ask permission. But my goal is just to keep it as self-storage, right? So whatever makes my life easier. So that's my biggest hurdle and obstacle. That one's already funded. I have a partner bringing all the capital and the operating expense again, right? He gets 65% of the deal, right? Because he's bringing all the risk. When I'm the operator and I'm operating it. So I get the other 35. Right. That's so, awesome. That's pretty cool. Yep. Are you guys JV? Yep. We're joint venturing. So he is my partner. He will be on the LLC, right? As well. Mm-hmm. He gets 65% of the tax write off. He gets 65% of depreciation. He gets 65%, you know, the income, right? So good times. Awesome. Awesome. Well, it looks like a, you guys should be okay. I know you're a creative guy and uh, you guys <laughs> you guys can uh, finish this up pretty quickly. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, what's next for you, man? Uh, what, is your, what is your next big goal and how are you planning to achieve that? Uh, so my next big goal is I want to get under contract a $1 million deal. $1 right? million so, dollar deal. Yeah, $1 million, You know, so, right, you know, my first deal is one hundred twenty-five. The second deal was 85, you know, this deal is, you know, 375, but I actually want to scale, right? I want, I want to take it down a million dollar deal, you know, and then go to three, four, right? So that's my, my next goal is, is a million dollar deal. Okay. 
a million dollar deal doing uh, a purchase price or a yep. down payment million dollar purchase. one million dollars yep okay. million dollar purchase <laughs> got it and so that would be roughly you know depending on the the repairs and you know the business plan you know at minimum you know 25 percent down it would be a two hundred fifty thousand dollar raise you know and if we want to expand the property and stuff like that you know we're probably looking you know for five hundred thousand dollar raise that's awesome and guys, uh, if you if you hear this and you do want to invest in real estate or start investing, I think that's a great opportunity for you to do so. So if rental, for example, finds a deal and you do want to invest in his deal, you know, feel free to reach out to Randall or myself. We can uh, make it happen. Absolutely. <laughs> that's, uh, that's awesome. Another question that uh, I think the last question that uh, I have for you in this sort of spectrum of questions is the a lot of people sometimes don't know where to go right a lot of right now there's a lot of social media channels a lot of books a lot of audio books where do like what type of resources would you recommend or direct people to like specific ones if they want to start educating themselves maybe about real estate since we are since we are talking about real estate yeah. So, you know, we'll talk about real estate. You know, my first book I read was the Burr strategy, which is pretty great. And, you know, it tells you how to buy, you know, you rehab it, you rent it, you refinance, you repeat it. So that's, that's kind of how I got started. You know, I bought a couple of single family homes and then, you know, I fixed them up and then I refinanced out, rinsed and repeat it. Uh, so that's a great book. But as far as self storage, man, AJ Osborne's Gen generating wealth with self-storage is an amazing book. It kind of gives him, you know, tells his story from start to finish, how he, you know, had some wins, how he had some losses, but he turned those losses into wins and he created, you know, a wealth and lifestyle from self-storage that he shares with others. So that is a great book. I still go back to that book every now and then and kind of listen in for certain things on a facility where, Hey, where did I fail at? Right. Oh, I didn't do that. Well, let me do that on my next facility. Right. Because we all want to learn, right. But we're all yeah. scared of failing. Right. But let's look at two things, right? Let's look at learning how to walk. How many times did you fall on your face or how many times did you fall on your butt, but you got right back up and you learn how to walk, right? Why? Because as a kid, you're resilient. Right. You just bounce right back up. Now let's look at another thing. How about learning how to ride a bike? Same thing, right? You started off with some training wheels, right? Which is the limited partner position, the education. And eventually you took off one training wheel or maybe both training wheels at the same time. And you had your mom or dad, you know, or your grandparents, you know, holding the seat and teaching you how to ride the bike. Well, that's the same thing. You have operators, you know, in, in the space that, that will teach you how to ride a bike, right? So get out there. And start today. So those are the <laughs> awesome. two books. What a great analogy. Those books are awesome. I think I did read only one. I did read one of them, BRR Strategy. Yeah. But I did not read AJ Asborn. Oh, man, you need to read it. At least listen to it. Hey, I'm going to start today. Yeah, it's on audio. It's <laughs> a great book. <laughs> no, seriously, I'm going to download it. There you go. That's awesome. All right. Now we have a fun round, okay? Fun round is... I want our Hold on, I'm gonna go get a beer. No, just kidding. All right. <laughs> no, seriously, go get go get a beer. It's uh it's a free zone, you know. Yeah. You can do whatever you can do whatever you want. 
I have my coffee. I, I <laughs> you know, it is 12, 12 p.m. your time, like 12.35. I'm getting ready to start firing up the grill and cooking dinner. That's not, that's cool. Well, too bad you're living too far away. Otherwise, I would come over. Come on, man. You're always welcome. <laughs> Will do. I'm actually, I'm planning to be in your area, maybe in the summer. Let's go. Make sure you give me a call. It'll do. Hopefully in the summer I'll be expanding so you can come look at, you know, the construction site and stuff. Um, oh, for sure. I think it's going to be awesome. Uh, but hey, let's go to final round, okay? So I want our listeners to know who Mr. Randall is. And, you know, I have like uh, five, six questions. Mm-hmm. I think they're super fun. But, you know, people will judge. <laughs> and probably, hey, guys, guys, if you think you have better questions that I need to be asking. Feel free to comment under this video or on my podcast. Okay, here we go. All right, let's go back for a second to elementary or middle school years. What was the younger version? What was the younger version of Randall looked like at that time? So the younger version of Randall looked like Ringo off of <laughs> the Beatles. You know, I had the bowl haircut, right? You know, cut off shorts, you know, very low income. But as far as attitude, right, I was out of control. You know, <laughs> I was, I did what I want when I wanted, how I wanted. I was, you know, I was a boy. But yeah, I was out of control, man. Like, I didn't know, you know, as, as I transitioned, you know, I thought being, part of you know the in crowd was cool um turned out a lot of those are those in crowd at the time are in prison um are still living in the same neighborhood doing the same thing that they did back then especially in middle school mm-hmm. um so it took me getting away and moving away to realize that was not the hip thing to do right yeah. awesome so what I one thing I would say is out of Control OCC. That's why. Uh, that's funny that you mentioned it. I think I, I had a T-shirt with, with a that slogan somewhere. <laughs> yep. I should probably give you that T-shirt as a present if I find it. There you go. <laughs> what is your go-to Halloween costume? My go-to Halloween costume. I'm a soldier, and then I put on all the fatigues, combat boots, my maroon beret. Man, I'm dressed. I'm a soldier. Let's go. Ready to go. Um, <laughs> nice. Love it. Love it. Yeah. If you no, want to describe it, yourself. Sorry, go ahead. No. You know, when it comes to Halloween, it depends. You know, so I have a daughter and, you know, I try to get her to dress up. You know, one year she was the prisoner and I was the cop. I had on <laughs> the, the aviators and the drawn on mustache and the gun and suit. Uh, she walked around in an orange jumpsuit and handcuffs. <laughs> Right. So, but normally it's, that's, it's based off of whatever. So that, you know, kind of like hanging out with my kids and doing what they, whatever they want. Love it. Absolutely love it. Uh, if you were to describe yourself with only one word, what would it be? Energetic. Energetic. Yeah. Love it. Awesome. I'm all, I'm all over the place. <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah passionate about what I do and when we start talking self-storage and investing you know I, I get I <laughs> up on Mountain Dew 
<laughs> nice, nice. And, you know, I can vouch for that. You know, last time Randall, Randall and I was in a call and, you know, Randall, I was, I would say also a mentor of mine, you know, he's a, I would say a few steps ahead of me in the self-storage industry. He knows what's up and I come to him for advice. And last time when we had a call, you know, he, he was very pumped about talking self, about talking Talking about self-storage and we actually went over our phone call maybe like 30, 30 minutes or so. <laughs> Oops. It's all right. But what? Yeah. It's hard. But it's fun. We're bosses. It was fun, man. I love it. Yes, it was. Um, you know, anytime you get together and you can watch somebody grow in an asset class, it's a, it's a great opportunity, right? You know, when you're, you're teaching uh, someone the trade, it, you know, it's, it's great, right? Because you're teaching them your failures as well. Like, Hey, don't do this. Hey, look at that. Right. I did this and it didn't work. Right. So anytime you get that opportunity is great. Awesome. Yeah. I totally agree. Uh, was there any question that you always wanted to be asked by someone who interviewed you in the past, but never did? Man, that's hard to say, you know, at the end of the day, right. If someone interviewed me and there was questions that I wanted to be asked that didn't ask, I would have to say, right, is how did you overcome your childhood, right? Because a lot of us that are in this space don't come from, you know, wealthy individuals. Uh, we come from poor backgrounds. So like I said, I grew up on a trailer and my water turned off and my electric turned off. You know, I started working with my dad at age 12 so I can get the name brand clothes and the name brand shoes, you know, and to look back and see people that you grew up with still in the same town, doing the same thing, right? That question is, how did you overcome, right, your childhood? How did you separate yourself to provide a greater, more profitable lifestyle for yourself than your peers or your childhood friends? That's one question I would say. That's that's great, man. Yeah, I mean, I think kudos to you that you took the step forward and you escaped uh, that life and started building the life that you always wanted to. So I yes, think it's sir. great. I think it's great. So let's say in 100 years, science fails to save us. And all that is left is a book about your life. What would the title be? And what would the blurb tell us about Randall Broyles? The book I would say, and I've always said, this is the lifestyles of the rich and the shameless. <laughs> <laughs> right. A, I'm not rich and B, I'm not shameless. <laughs> nice. Well, um, yeah. Let's, so. go with, let's go with the last one. You know, if you could have a billboard with anything on it, what would it be and why? Oh, man. If I can have a billboard with anything on it, I would have to say it would be a picture of me and my family. You know, my wife, my kids, my grandkids, because they are the reason I do what I do. They're the reason that I wake up every morning, my feet hit the floor. I'm driven, I'm dedicated to be successful, not only for me, but for them. I want to provide for them the lifestyle that I didn't have growing up. That's great. 
Man, that's just awesome. You know, I sincerely wish you luck. And I know you and I will be connecting probably very soon to talk more about self-storages. But Absolutely. for now, uh, how can people connect with you? Where they can find you? Yeah, so they can find me on Facebook, you know, Randall Broyles, uh, Military First Investment Group. Uh, they can find me on LinkedIn, Randall Broyles. Uh, I'm on Snapchat. Right. <laughs> Snapchat. Um, yeah, it's my kid. Wow. And even on, <laughs> uh, I got a TikTok, awesome. but I don't, I don't do most posting on my TikTok okay. as I should, but I am on Instagram as well. Uh, you know, I'm on all the, most of the social media. I'm just not on what's the one with the bird in, you know, what's the other one? Uh, Twitter. Yeah. I'm not on, I'm not on Twitter. Elon Musk is getting ready to buy it. Um, so <laughs> hey, I have a question for you, Eugene. Um, what's on your hat? Oh, uh, that's a fox meditating. Okay. It's like awesome. a, being in a zen. Position. You're in your zen? Okay, do you wear that on every podcast? I think I started Okay. Uh, wearing this on every podcast, but I may be changing that very soon once I put <laughs> my, my logo on it. There you go. Uh, with, the, with the name of the podcast. Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> but no, but that's how they can find me. You know, they can reach out. You know, for people who haven't heard this and they're going to listen later, I'm going to put everything what Randall said in our show notes so you guys can follow those links and find Randall, you know, talk to him. Like I said, great guy. He doesn't hold anything back. He loves to teach. Uh, And if you have money, if you're ready to invest, if you want to produce some passive income for you and for your family. I think this is self storage is a great asset. You know, feel free to chat to Randall. You know, feel free to shout to me and I connect you with, with Randall. It's just uh, absolutely a great asset to build wealth. Absolutely, Randall. Thank you so much. I really enjoyed having you on the show. It was a pleasure having you. I know you and I will be connecting very soon to talk shop. So I'll be seeing you very shortly, brother. Hey, Eugene, again, thanks for having me on the show. It was an honor to share my story and, you know, the the fun questions definitely hit home a little bit. Uh, <laughs> so have a nose. For everybody listening, if you are interested in investing uh, in self-storage um, or want just want to know more about self-storage, reach out to Eugene. He'll help you out. You know, he's probably got some deals too. Um, you can reach out to me. And if you just want to know about self-storage, Link up with Eugene. He's got a Zoom link that we do every Wednesday, 11 to 12 Eastern Standard Time. And we just educate. You know, you bring bring your deals and bring your questions and we, we answer those questions. That's great. Now, like I said, Randall doesn't hold anything back. Loves to educate. So I'll drop probably the Zoom link, if you don't mind, in our show notes. Or if you want to keep it private, we can keep it private. If people reach out, I can share. No, put drop it in the show notes, man. That's good. Okay, cool. We'll do that. All right. Randall, thank you so much. And you have a fantastic day. And we'll talk soon. Hey, you too, Eugene. Have a good one. Bye. See ya. We hope that today's episode has inspired you to take action towards building the life you've always wanted. 
Don't forget to leave us a review, share, and subscribe to our podcast for more empowering stories, actionable insights, and motivation to help you make the shift towards your own dreams. Thanks again for listening to The Shift.